Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Joining us now is uh, former football fern, a uh, bit of a legend of the New Zealand game, Maya Jackman, also star of the new Ford adverts as well, Maya. I hope they paid you well for that. Oh, they like millions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Does it come out? Is yeah, it out? I saw it on TV the other day. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, spe- okay. I speak to you driving around in one of those new Ford F-150s, are you? I got one of those. I got a Mustang, and they gave my daughter a, a mini one. Oh, how good. <laughs> no. How good. Oh, <laughs> mate, uh, great to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Of course, uh, we've got the uh, the Women's Cricket World Cup on at the moment, uh, and uh, next year we're going to have the the, the uh, football World Cup and the uh, Rugby World Cup here as well. I mean, it's all going um, great guns at the moment for female sport, isn't it? I mean, it, uh, sort of in, t- in terms of creating professional environments and having international uh, competitions. And p- a big part of that has been the Wellington Phoenix having a women's team in the A-League at long last. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I think about six years I've been trying to implement that. I think I, when I was uh, working at New Zealand Football, we were trying to get that up and running Back in 2014, 15. Um, yeah, so it's it's been a while. Uh, I hear they've had some hiccups on the way, and but I finally got got one in this year. So it's yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I mean, you know, when this team got put together, um, you know, the, uh, when it was announced and everything, we knew that the team and the club were were behind the eight ball in terms of recruitment. Uh, most of the teams were already put together and already in pre-season. So Mm. what we've ended up with is a very young team and a lot of players that have come through the Football Ferns development program. When when they got announced and when you saw what the squad was going to look like, what were your expectations for this season? Um, um, No, not too high. I mean, even even with a a bit more experience, maybe not too much either because I always, um, you know, with any new team coming into a a league, there's always... um, that little while that you need to to get your um, to find your feet and the players finding each other. I mean, Melbourne City, you know, cracked that when they first came in and they they ended up winning it. But you know, normally, um, you know, it takes a little while for a team to gel and and maybe a season or two um, to get things to get things working. So I wasn't um, expecting miracles, and you know, they were on the back foot coming in with with. Um, not too many to, to choose from because they, you know, they got the the call up pretty late. So, um, yeah, I think I was I was probably thinking, you know, hoping they'd get a, a win at least. So two is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, two two wins and a draw. Uh, and I mean, a lot of the games that they did lose, they lost by the odd goal. I mean, I know they they got given a couple of hidings, one by Melbourne City uh, when uh, Hannah Wilkinson scored 
I think all, all five. But uh, all five, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, but outside of that, I mean, you know, going toe to toe with teams like Perth and, and coming out like three two, or you know, leading a team like Brisbane two uh, one and, and and giving up a late goal and and, and losing that. I mean, uh, it, it looks like the signs are there that Jimmy Lewis, as a coach, is doing a good job, and maybe uh, this this squad is more capable than maybe we thought going into the season. Yeah, and I think, I mean, the girls will know Gemma really well from the um, the development squad that they've been a part of with her. So that's always good to have that rapport with with the coach and, and she'll know the players really well as well. So I think she would have gone into the season looking to compete and um, and wanting her team to, to, to look like a team that, that should be there um, and hoping to get, obviously, a win every game. But, um, you know, and so by losing by not too many most games then it does look like they're a competitive bunch and if we can if they can stay together, you know, for the for the next season or two as a group, you know, who knows what, what they can they can make up. Yeah, I mean it's in terms of um in terms of where they finished, of course, they, they've only missed out. They've only got the wooden spoon on goal difference. I mean, there were only there was only one goal in it, and they actually had more wins and scored more goals than Western Sydney. So, uh, do you think that puts them ahead of where you expected them to be? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I was hoping that they, that Melbourne City might pull one out of the bag for them, and, and maybe Wilkie could get another five, but <laughs> um, just to pull them off the bottom, but. Um, I don't know, they're all thereabouts, but I mean, like like we've said, they've, they've competed well in, in a lot of those games and, and got a couple of hammerings, but um, I think they're probably a little bit further ahead than, than what I might have thought with, a, with such a young team. Um, I mean, for next season, obviously they're, they're, they're established now, they're there, they can look at recruiting, they can look at what's worked and what hasn't worked. How far away do you think they are from being able to compete for a playoff spot? I mean, what do you think they need? Oh, resources. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, you know, it's still, it's still, you know, those those girls are on, um, you know, asking to be away from home for six months of the year, and they're young, and um, hopefully they've got a good, you know, um, support network within the group in Wollongong because it is a tough time to be away from from home that for that period of time for, for girls so young and also in a COVID kind of environment. So um, just create like having an environment that creates really good people and working to their strengths and allowing them to be them and work to their strengths is really important, but also resources is important. I mean, they, they don't get enough, in my opinion, um, to play professionally, it's not really it's semi-professional. Um, they don't nearly get enough as, enough as the men do. You know, similar. You know, the lowest um, pay player for the girls is even like miles away from the lowest for the men. So I'd like to see you know <laughs> a little bit more, as we're always saying, um, or a lot more to be honest, for these girls to be able to you know play really well and not have to think about anything else from a resource point of view. Um, and then, you know, maybe get a, a couple of um, good marquee players. But I think they've got a good foundation of, of players and um, I, I wouldn't want to disrupt that too much, to be honest. Mm. Well, I mean, there was a player that I was convinced would be part of this team when it got announced and probably would be captain, and that was Annalie Longo. Um, obviously, she had just taken up a job with New Zealand football um, as a competitions manager, and that didn't end up happening because it was just 
the two the two weren't compatible, unfortunately, due to COVID and the way things were working. Um, but I mean, what would say an Anna Lee, maybe a Rosie White, who's looking apparently at coming home? Um, you know, what would a couple of players like that mean to this side? And would that be enough, do you think, to push them uh, to maybe competing for sixth spot and, and maybe a playoff spot? Yeah, if you, you have a, a couple of quality players like um, Annalie and, and Rosie who have, you know, both played probably Rosie more um, in professional um, environments and know what what the expectations are. Um, Annalie played a lot of time at home but did spend a lot of time in Aussie as well. I think Rosie's been around uh, England and USA. So they both bring that um, professional environment experience to the forefront but they've also got that... Um, international experience as well which would bode really well for a, a young team like that um, so I, I think two or, two or three of those plus the girls that are in there would would um, I don't know two or three years down the track I think I would expect for them to be hitting playoffs. Yeah, it's um, it certainly would would help. Uh, just that little bit of experience, a little bit of nous, um, as well with the average age. I think of the squad this year being nineteen. Um, I yeah. think you know. Um, uh, Yet Kiklumkova will be obviously watching this team as well. Who do you think yeah. um, in this in this in the squad has maybe put their hand up to be in the picture for the football ferns for this World Cup? Well, I think um, Grace Jolly's put her hand up with with a late streak of goals. I mean, um, I think she started off slowly, but and you know she's showed some really good um, form in front of goal of late. Um, and Alyssa Wynnum. You know, she was, you know, not even on the, on the, kind of there or thereabouts, but they left her out, and then she's, you know, made her mark really has, um, and put her hand up for Yitka to to have a look at. So I think those two for sure. Um, and of course, uh, Lily Elfeld did get called up into the latest Fern squad for the She Believes Cup. She didn't get on the field, but she's obviously shown enough. Um, and you know, to digress slightly and talk Ferns, I mean that's probably one position that is up for grabs in the Ferns at the moment, isn't it? Because it feels like Erin Naylor maybe has has not keeping the standards that she used to. And you got someone like Anna Leet, and you got Vic Eason, and, and maybe Lily as well bubbling under. So uh, that is a position that's up for grabs at the moment in the Ferns. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, every position's up for grabs, but, um, you know, it's such a specialised um, position. And, yeah, Lily, yeah, I forgot to mention Lily because she was already there. But, um, yeah, she's putting her hand up and, and, and the other three below, Erin, are, are really, you know, knocking on her door, if not going past her door. <laughs> so it's it's, a, it's an area that, um, you know, a lot of teams struggle in. So to have four for kind of knocking on each other's doors is a really good position for Yitka to be in to, um, to really drive a competitive, um, you know, some competitive com- competition in that, in that area, in that position. Because the more competitive they are, you know, for each other, the harder they're going to work. So it's a good it's a good place to be in the goalkeeper arena. Yeah, indeed. And, I mean, one thing that I did notice with the Phoenix, I mean, I know you mentioned Grace Jarley's had this late streak of goals, but, you know, there were times when they had opportunities in matches, a lot of those matches where they lost by one, uh, and goal scoring was an issue. Um, I mean, is there anybody that springs to mind, whether being involved in the FFDP or playing in the local leagues here, uh, that you think could go in and do a job for the uh, for the Phoenix next season? Um, I don't have my finger on the pulse enough to probably pop up a name, but um, 
I've got Hannah Wilkinson wants to come in. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd take her in a heartbeat, wouldn't we? Yeah, we'd take her at the moment. She's in fine form. But, um, yeah, I think it's a little, it's a, it's a real New Zealand kind of thing, um, not quite finishing in the, in the top third or not quite pulling it off in the top third. So it's a real, um, I think, something that both the football ferns and the Wellington Phoenix are really uh, willing to work on and, and that attacking third and, and that final pass or the final shot. Um, yeah, because you, know, you get very little chances at a professional level or international level. And you've got to put them away. So it's the mindset that they need to get to. And, um, yeah, it's getting better, um, better than when I was around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff, Maya. Hey, listen, thanks very much for coming on. Really good to chat to you about uh, that Phoenix women's team and, and the sport in general. And we'll catch up with you again soon, eh? Sounds good, Ricardo. Cheers. Thanks um, for having me. No, anytime, anytime. Maya Jackman there, uh, former football firm, talking about the Wellington Phoenix women's team.